episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Patreon.com slash TBC Clubhouse. Comic book collectors on Patreon, guys. For as little as $0.10 cents a day or $3 a month, not only can you help keep the lights on here at Comic Book Click Headquarters, but your donation gives you access to exclusive content like CBC commentaries, polls where you can choose what content we cover next, and special behind-the-scenes footage of things here at Comic Book Click. Visit patreon.com slash cbcclubhouse today and become a patron. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. everybody out there in comic book land my name is george serrano aka the don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason that's a brand new episode of the major issues podcast brought to you by comicbookclick.com and as always i am never alone sir can you please introduce yourself i am alex garcia aka b roke thank you for having me here yet again Oh, B-Roke is here, and I couldn't think of anyone else to have on this episode tackling what we're tackling today. But before we get into all of that, this is actually dropping around roughly our fifth anniversary with this podcast. And you have been one of the newer members we've brought on recently covering all kinds of stuff. Um, It's been a blast having you on, and it just shows how much we've we are growing as um, a podcast, as comic book readers in general, because a year ago, I don't know if I would have covered Ascender and Descender. I don't know if I felt like I was ready to, or if I felt like I had permission to, but you know, um, but you were adamant about both sides of this comic and, and how it would all eventually come together. It was something I completely underestimated, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm hyped to come in today, talk about Ascender, uh, finish off our little two-part um, uh, podcast, uh, epic, our space opera, if you will. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, I just want to thank you for all the episodes you've been on thus far. I want to thank those who have been listening from the beginning, or if this is your first episode, because you're like, why aren't people talking about Ascender? Well, this is the episode to listen to and go back and listen to about 200 episodes worth because it's worth it. Uh, Yeah, thank you. Uh, You guys, congratulations to the click. I mean, five years is no joke uh, to push out the content you've done and the quality of the content you've done in five years is amazing. In this day and age uh, where people, uh, not to be negative, one where people churn out content that's really the regurgitation of the of the news that you can read in, in a website yeah or or just spit out hateful things about things that they didn't even read about you know right? they just see, they just see they just see a headline and, and make a hour video about why it's stupid meanwhile they have no idea what they're talking about it's yeah. refreshing to come to the click uh with led by you and you know Dan the man and everybody else who's on the team yeah and do something that's so to me inertly positive is right. absolutely flattering and i love the fact that you have let me give the, give these uh these this these opinions yeah. you know it's easy nowadays with with you know as they like to say the big two mm-hmm. you know um 
everybody wants to talk about Marvel and DC, Marvel and DC, Marvel and DC. But the last couple years, even you know, mainstream media like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all these, all these um, other streamers, streaming sites, video content have recognized, hey man, there's a world outside of the Avengers and the Justice League and everybody that's affiliated with those. Not to say that I dislike those things. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love that stuff. I, right. I'm one of the lucky few people that has, I already got my Spider-Man No Way Home tickets, you know, <laughs> I'll be seeing it. I'll be seeing it opening night. Awesome. However, with that said, the, you guys are you're probably sick of me already saying it every time, every time I'm on, every time I'm on, I talk <laughs> about the indies, but Let I love know, the though. Let them know, man. You're an evangelist. The, 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 let them know the, the, exactly the, the these independent books, guys, especially when written by guys like Jeff Lemire, Scott Snyder, Brian K. Vaughan, and and anybody affiliated with these guys, because there's a lot more names that are coming up that are writing these just these stories that to me, they're so much more introspective. They're so much deeper yeah. because there's a finality to them. It starts and you like somebody or, or you click to something and within a few issues, they Game of Thrones you. Where it's like, oh, I like that. Oh, he's yep. dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't believe that character was actually a douchebag. Or the character that I absolutely hated is not my favorite character. Right. Not many, not the big two to me in general doesn't supply that anymore. It's it's all about, all right, let's do a Spider-Man story for you know 60 issues and then hit the reset button and do it again. Yeah. I'm kind of I, I've been tired. I was tired of that, you know, 10 years ago. And so, so when, to, to read these stories where, where things matter is refreshing. And yeah. to me, Descender Ascender shows just how the story starts and where it ends. And you look back and go, whoa, whoa, <laughs> it, it is life-changing to me, you know? Yeah, this, you know, this so. felt like... This felt almost like the what I I assume people wanted to feel about the sequel trilogy. <laughs> like it feels like it yeah. took characters yeah. and parts from what what we've already known in Descender and moved it uh, forward. Um, one of the comic creators that I found fascinating is Alan Moore, just because he feels like somebody who fell in love with this genre, this medium, and corporate uh, America kind of burned him out. And now he's like upset at it. So now I'm constantly looking at those who are, who are, uh, I guess, watering the plants of their creativity elsewhere. Because I do know that it can be a bit soul sucking when you're dealing with a character that's not allowed to change, not allowed to die, not allowed to age, not allowed to get married in certain circles, right? And huh? you, you're, you're put in this, you're constantly dribbling. No one is dunking. No one, no slam dunks. This is like the worst Harlem Globe, Globetrotter game ever where everyone is just keeping the ball dribbling so long as to keep things in, in the, uh, what is it? Uh, the three act structure, all current comics stay in act two. Yeah. You know, there is no act yeah. three because you can't tell the ending yet. And no. then you, you no. have something like, um, you know, Immortal Hulk, right? Who that that seemingly goes to an end or tries to get to an end, or even the Thor stuff, right? Where like Jason Aaron puts his Thor kind of at an end court, sort of kind of, and there's a level of satisfaction you get there, but then it all gets upended when the next series comes out, right. and you're ready right. for the next the next run of next run of stories. You know, it just you uh you 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 shake the etch a sketch, 
and we're back we're back to issue one (laughs) volume one and uh yeah we got to keep things uh dribbling so to go back and and read this and i was i was a little bit um trepidatious because i didn't know how much i would remember from descender and i don't think that besides like the the big moment at the end of that and given the world building they did on that i think a lot of that still stayed with me there was characters in this when they pop back up i'm like yeah <laughs> you know like, i totally <laughs> yep. you know i totally remember you and you got some explaining to do and all that kind of stuff yeah 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 i mean because the way descender ends it does fast forward to show you um oh my god help not not tim but um what the other robot um, not the other it, robot. It's um, um, Mila. Mila and her father, who was yes. who was the, the grown up boy. I trying to remember his name. Andy. Andy. Okay, perfect. I was th- I, you know what's funny? I was thinking. I was like, it sounds like that Toy Story guy's name. Yeah, Andy, yeah, which is Andy. fitting, which is a perfectly fitting name for the story. Yes, 100%. Andy and Mila. And Mila says, like, looking at the stars, will you ever like kind of like tell me the story? And and Andy's kind of looks at her like, hell no, I'm not going to tell you that story. Yeah. And so, so, and then you're, and then for me, I was, I, I was reading Descender in trade because I caught onto it late. Okay. So I was reading it in trade. And then when I got to the end of tr- the sixth trade and I was like, this is the end of the story. And then when you flip the page at the end of the last trade, it goes, the story will continue in a few months in the pages of Ascender. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it this is. It's going to be crazy. And I was- couldn't, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Was there publication issues? Because I heard there being some scuttlebutt around issue 18 that, or around issue, I guess, 15, that they had pulled some issues or there been a delay or something. I can't remember. Well, there exactly was. I mean, COVID. Uh, COVID, man. Okay, COVID. okay, okay. COVID. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if uh, maybe the series was meant to go to a better even number. Okay. Maybe it was meant to go 25 issues. And then Lemire said, you know what, because of all the craziness going on. And I mean, Lemire right now... I hate to say he's churning it out because churning sounds like he's just pushing out stuff. But I mean, the yeah. guy is just put like it, 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 it. If it says Jeff Lemire on it, guys, read it. Whether yeah. it's his black, ha- whether it's his black hammer stuff, he's he literally has just announced a no- whole new horror universe that he's developing. Oh wow! Um, uh, he's also he's also got his name attached to um you know a few other book maze book he's doing maze book right now okay uh he's he's got a he's got a batman miniseries you know he's doing which nowadays you know everybody's got a batman <laughs> yeah i have no idea what's going on with batman right now. It, and what's funny is what's funny is what's funny is um i was all set to buy it yeah but i but once i because it, it was it's it's robin and batman and okay. i was like ooh, i want to i wonder what this is going to be and once i found that and check it out it's the same team that did <laughs> A sender and a sender. It's it's uh, it's him and Dustin Wen. Okay, it, they're doing it together, and I was like, I gotta get this book. But then I heard it's 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 the story of how um, Dick Grayson becomes Robin. But we know how that happens. <laughs> Thank you. That's pretty. You. Yeah. Don't, get, we, me don't right. get me wrong. Everyone who's t- everyone who's read it has told me, dude. It's but it's with the Jeff Lemire spin, and right. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll read it in trade, but I don't care. I've I know that story. I've seen it in 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 so many different venues. I don't even even though it's done with by two of my favorite people right now. Right. I don't want to see it. I would much rather put my money into his independent stuff. And he's he's got. I guarantee you, he's got more stuff that I don't even realize because he's a nut. This guy will will release. I have a I have a, a trade paperback by him called uh, Frog Catchers. 
Okay. I don't even I don't even know what publishing house put it out. <laughs> it wasn't Image. It wasn't Dark Horse. It wasn't anything like that. It's some other publisher. So right. I'm like, this guy, this guy, he just writes these stories, finds people to publish them, and he gets it done. Right. So with with Ascender, I didn't care about it, 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 like I, I I mentioned before, this this was 18 issues, but it mm-hmm. took probably about three years for it to come out. Yeah. And, and it was uh, worth the wait worth the wait because this story over the over this descender was what about 60 issues i think some or maybe less it was much less than that i think it was like in the high 40s maybe because they say look at that they say that ascender 18 uh has a variant cover of descender 50. yes i'm trying to i'm trying to figure those numbers together yes uh, and i did see that i did see that that they wanted like 50 bucks for that that issue i was like "Mm, i'll take the regular (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, but like you said, in 2019, uh, Lemire and Nguyen uh, announced that they will be reteaming to do this sequel series, Ascender, said 10 years Mm -hmm. after the conclusion of Descender. And this new story would feature um, Mila, the daughter of Andy and Effie, and set in a world where magic has almost completely replaced machines. Um, And like we said, the final issue of the series was issue 18, and then that was also you can get a variant of issue 18 that was titled descender uh 50. right but, but if you are ready i'd like to get into this story and talk about let's, some of let's, the, let's do it let's do it things with it okay so uh the story starts off and we see the new leader of the free world a powerful magic user known only as mother and she debriefs with her staff about the small band of rebels that comprises what's left of the ugc after her and her kind did all they could do to snuff them out so they tell her that they have a prisoner who's being interrogated um who after being interrogated by mother himself admits that he and the rest of the rebels are being helped by their own powerful magic user before he disappears in a beam of light leaving only a robot head which in the world with no robots it's kind of ominous as to why there's a robot head there right uh on samson which has been thrown back into pre-technological times since the descenders attacks we meet mila the rambunctious daughter of andy tavers and effie who tries to trade in an area reserved for followers of this mother character even though she isn't one so um it's like crazy religion i'm getting crazy like uh uh zealot <laughs> energy uh, as people are walking around saying for mother mother sees all mother knows all you have to be a follower of mother to be able to um you know work here and that, that probably is an allusion to things in the past where religion you know being able to practice all kinds of religion used to not be a thing if you weren't one side one type you couldn't go into certain places get certain rights and all that kind of stuff so they might be playing a little bit uh, about that in this and um she goes home and she you know she goes to her dad her dad yells at her for going out on her own but she's like we should just be followers of mother and he's like if your mother were to hear that (laughs) if your mother were to hear that this would be out of control because she basically died to set you free um and the whole situation angers mila to the point that she just leaves uh the cabin in a huff what do you think about the beginning of this world building of like this mother figure who sees all knows all and that Andy is basically become a hermit making sure that Mila doesn't become a follower of mother? Well, I mean, after coming back from this hiatus, 
because reading in real time, it was about three months before before Ascenda started. Yeah, and then you're you're thrown into this world where, oh my god, like technology is is wiped gone. Yeah, because in Descender, it's all about having a robot, you know, do everything from pluck your teeth to wipe your butt to yeah. to be your friend to be your friend. And now we're in this world where it's basically is it's like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So and and like you, you're all you see is Andy and Mila. You you get no other characters. You're but it's obviously set you know ten years in, in the future, right? And like one of the first characters you, you hear Effie is like if your Effie was alive to hear you, you're like Effie's dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like she, she can't even die on on panel. Like what, what <laughs> happened, Jeff? You better explain this, <laughs> right? You know. Um. So and and then just the whole idea of like it, it's 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 interesting. Um, I'm going to go off on a, on a bit of a tangent here, but it's me, it's, 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 it reminds me of, do you remember the episode of South Park where, where, um, they figure out a way to change time or something like that, Mm -hmm. that they, they get rid of religion. Yeah. But when they, but when when they get rid of religion, you know, the science people become the zealots Yep, and they start killing each other. Like, oh, you know, the you know, um, we were created for for this purpose by science. No, we were created for this purpose by science. Right. People will essentially find a reason to fight. Yes, a narrative. So in this world, in in this world that finally got rid of technology, we replace technology with with witchcraft, and we worship it and we fear it. So okay. it's just like, no matter what. We're gonna we're gonna find a reason to just hate on on another, which it's it's I hate to see it in the pages like this, but it it does speak to a level of truth. Yeah. So to see to see that the the world has gone from the UGC to this you know mother who's this mother you know kind it kind of reminds me of a big the whole Big Brothers has his eyes on you. Yeah. Everyone everyone's scared that mother could be possibly seeing you, and and that's another thing. So you they in a, in a few pages. You find out one of your favorite characters is dead, and 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 that this villain it has absolute control of of the galaxy, and you're like, who is mother? Who exactly. is this person? Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Um. Yeah. And this 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 mother, like we said, seemingly saw the power vacuum that the lack of robots created and just jumped in on it. Um. And we'll get to her background in a bit, but right here she decides to convene where her coven of ethereal witches of past generations, all of which she, all of whom she refers to as mother. It's a weird mother mother <laughs> kind of situation going on there. And she asks about the robot head, and they tell her, "Ah, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You already destroyed all the robots. Oh, but by the way, you should worry about the arrival of a hound with a backwards tongue." She's like, "What?" And they're like, "Hound with a backwards tongue," and they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, okay, I'll remember that. Yeah, um, like, hmm. hmm. Mila stares into the night sky, uh, and an object comes crashing down near her, and it is revealed to be Bandit. I got so happy. Yeah, like Bandit. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, the, the 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 emoticon talking dog. Yes. Yep. Uh, so Andy finds them both. He's happy to see Bandit again. Uh, we cut. For a second, because the mother, a mother, meets with the, I'm gonna say, Gnesian. I guess that. that I always, that. I always assume that the G is silent, so okay. I always say Nishian. I Nishin. personally always say Nishian, but I, who knows? I, who knows? We got, we got, we got to talk to Jeff. Jeff, if you're listening, <laughs> please, us, us please let us know. 
uh mother meets with the nation king someone she has under her thumb because she's been using nation uh infrastructure to wipe out spacecrafts across the galaxy she's frustrated that they haven't wiped out the rebels so she casts a spell so she can keep an eye on him uh andy and Mila take bandit home and watch him and he is, he suddenly reveals what looks like a star map before they can figure out what it means they're confronted by mother's guards who sense the tech and have come to deal with everyone involved using their vamp army so not only are there like we were just talking about random creatures of fantasy but the antagonistic armies are made up of vampires i don't know if they say vampires outright i know they say vamps a lot um but yeah they're basically vampires blood-sucking terrifying vampires uh, <laughs> they all look like no nosferatu Every single one they, of them looks like no. They do. They 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 do. It it is immediately this terrifying aspect to the book. It it goes from being a science fiction story in Descender to like I said, we're in this Dungeons and Dragons horror story where it's like, what the hell happened? This is all in the first issue. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Andy manages to fight some off, but decides that they can't stay there and suggests he might know someone who can get them off world. And we catch a glimpse of former Captain Telsa. So they're like, hey, Telsa's back. All right, cool, cool, cool. We're getting ready, getting things up and moving. I was, I was, I was, I was so hyped to see Telsa because I'm sitting there going, man, if, if, if they're willing to kill, if they're willing to kill Effie off panel in the first three pages. That means Telsa's dead. <laughs> um, you know, even even I, I was even in my mind like, are we going to even see Tim in this series? Right. If they're immediately if they're immediately establishing that magic is now the is 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 what's in charge, and you know what the Descenders had done in the previous series is basically take all the robots away. Mm -hmm. Is Tim never going to be seen? Right. And then you see Bandit, and you're like, <gasps> if if Bandit is somehow still around hopefully tim is still around you know there's a lot of that hopefully blank is still around going on when i'm reading this i'm like yes hold on yes. hold on uh later when when we see Mizzard, i'm like wait a minute that means and then <laughs> page turn reveal and i'm like thank god yes <laughs> but yes we see we um this book does well because i you know like the narrative structure that it uses and it used this in descender as well is that it thrusts you into the universe as it stands and mm -hmm. then it backtracks with individual characters to tell their point of view from a series of events so um it will go as we go through this it goes back and forth with other people's past a majority of them starting after that descenders attack the last thing that we saw in descenders so um we see a flashback of what andy and effie did after the descender attack and they retreated back to the reshu six where andy grew up uh there effie gives birth to their daughter mila and although food rations are low and the galaxy seemingly is in an upheaval they manage to live their lives in peace you know like they have their own little family they have their own little uh cut of the of the universe and they're they're making it work um we find out that six years ago on the reshu six mother sent her vamps to convert or eradicate life on the planet mm -hmm. um, a vamp manages to attack effie and she is turned instantly causing andy to have to abandon her in present day while escaping through the woods andy and miller are attacked by a giant but saved by bandit who only does that once <laughs> he does that he does that attack 
<laughs> that one time for the entire book, it reminds me of that Iron Man scene in Iron Man 2 where he does that laser attack that kills everybody in one go. Right, right. Like, you probably right. should have opened with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then how come you don't do that more often? Yo, he's low um, battery, bro. Low battery. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, no, yeah. So here, here we... Huh? Let's no. I was gonna say let's talk about that a little bit. How did you how did you feel watching this stuff play out? It's these these scenes are they um Lemire and Wynn have a way of just making them emotional. They speak through the panel, um, watching the look of, of horror, you know, as as a group of vampires jump on top of Effie, watching her turn, you know, seeing the look on Andy's face, all of that so horrifying, given everything that we had dealt with these two characters in the previous book. What'd you think about the whole um well, I mean, being turned to a vamp thing it, it was it was horrific i mean think about the journey that these two have been on yeah if you had read the sender you know they they, they were they were two people in love um she goes and sympathizes with the robots and gets herself turned into a cyborg mm -hmm. goes and lives with the cyborg colony for a few years <laughs> and the finds her again <laughs> right the commune right andy finds her rekindles their love they survive this horrific attack at the end of the sender mm. she is somehow knocked up you know i'm she and, well, they had it they, they had a night in the sender right because i was trying to think of that as yeah. well i was like yeah. when exactly did that happen but i think they have a night together on one of the ships in the sender right but if, the I sender, mean, even if they have a night together it's still like well is she is she more robot i guess she's not I yeah, guess yeah. I guess maybe it's maybe it's more prosthetic than it is uh, <laughs> actual. I don't know. You know There's know. just a test tube in there. That's what happened. <laughs> that, that, that's it. That's it. You know. Um, you know. Anyway, so so like they go through this horrible journey, but yet they, like you said, they find this corner of the universe where they can live in peace. But uh, of course, as always, because because you know the main characters, the the war finds them. Mm -hmm. And what's the what happens now? Now she's a vampire cyborg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like like you know, on paper that sounds like, oh, I'm going to die. Like you don't you don't survive an attack from a vampire cyborg. Right. And and, and, and a and vampire cyborg attack dog, right? Right. Like she she becomes like this ravenous, mindless just um you know uh tool at the hand of mother right, and right and, and, i mean think about it and then to and mila to, to have mila see this like oh my mom is now a vampire yeah who's trying to kill me yep great you know and and think about andy andy's just like i can't catch a break man i watched my my mom die on this planet i've watched my whole life was topsy-turvy i finally got stuff together and now more horrific memories on yeah. this planet yep so it's it's uh, but again like how you described it when and lemire these characters i have fallen in love with to me to the same degree that I, over the, of reading you know a thousand spider-man issues yeah and i've only known these characters for the equivalent of at this point 40 issues right you know what i mean and i feel like i feel like i've known them my entire life it's, it's amazing it's crazy because there is a lot of high concept um stuff in both of these books you know uh when i say both these books i mean like the the full length of ascender and mm -hmm. ascender um but the, the what holds it together is the very relatable you know very transparent human story of of looking for meaning and 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 i another thing is like there's there's a constant um 
like i don't even know like parental protection thing that i'm feeling in both of these books you know of 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 how can you guard your children from the horrors of the world even when they say that they're ready to be a part of it even when they say that you know but i'm i'm tough i'm strong i think i can do this i've seen enough you know just let me go it's, it's it's a very relatable um thing that I think most people end up having to deal with, even if you deal with it yourself, coming of age, et cetera. Um, and, and that's what holds it together. In the background is vampires and drills and, you know, space and, and all this other kind of stuff. But in the front, it, it's it's that, you know, how do you protect the ones you love, even when they want to go out on their own and, and, and kind of see what this galaxy is made up of? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Man. He's, it's think about it. He's, he's now on, I forget the name of the planet. And hiding amongst them, but not quite amongst them. Yeah. Uh, you Samson. know, so that's the only planet I know, to be honest, though. Samson. Right, right. But, but, but see, it's, but Samson is so different than what it, what it looks like in the center. So I forget yes, because it goes yes. from being, it goes from being this technological um, utopia to essentially a, a village. It's a village. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's unrecognizable. It's unrecognizable. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, that you got these characters who now are just trying to survive, and it, that's what it is. Every day, it's it, it, Andy has to realize any any day now they're gonna know who I am and that we're not down with mother. And guess what? It happens. Yep. Yep. And, then, and, and that's and that's where the story takes us. This is this is literally the worst case scenario. This is what he's been fearing uh, from the beginning and, and it's happened. So now what? So uh, in the present day, while escaping through the woods, Andy and Miller are attacked by a giant, but say by bandit, like I said, they are later attacked by dragons, but managed to hitch a ride on a flying tortoise. <laughs> Elsewhere, mother is told that a rebel leader has been captured. She goes to confront him, but it is revealed to be a trap as he has a magic bomb in him. Um, the tortoise gets to the ports and Andy takes Mila to meet Captain Tulsa, who is passed out drunk on the ship. Um, I, I, uh, for those listening, I would not recommend what Andy is about to do because he tries slapping her to get her awake. <laughs> Please don't slap any of your drunk friends <laughs> to get them awake. No. I don't think it works. Um, and that, all that slapping got him grabbed up by Tulsa's uh, lover slash shipmate, Helda. Um, before a confrontation could take place, Telsa comes to and admits to knowing Andy, and he begs to be taken off planet, but Telsa says she can't help him. When Bandit is mentioned, Telsa is shocked to see that the robot is still alive. I love that that's, that, that's almost everybody's, uh, thing. Like, no, 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 not possible. Bandit? Hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right, 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 right. Um, again, Telsa, Telsa's that, 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 that tough character that it's it's almost she's almost a cliche but she's yeah. so well written because i mean when you get her story in descender it it's again it really is the cliche she's she's a cliche of a character oh she's just tough as nails character and oh go figure you know her mom died in that worst attack and that's why she's this way we've yep. seen this character a dozen times in dozens of stories but it, it never for me at least it never fails to resonate and seeing her alive, but at the same, she's she's not who she was. Telsa drunk, right? You know, uh, and 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 being a a, a 
a, a pirate essentially some kind of some kind of a pirate or whatever doing I, illegal I illegal was, tactics after being such a tight laced right uh yeah yeah kind of good yeah. two shoes and one of exactly. the things one of the things we know most about that character is she's defined by her um ability or inability depending on how you see it to try to make her father proud but as we saw in descender he's gone so we see what now her life has become right Right. And now, so it's fitting that she's kind of this person because now her whole reason for being and her whole reason for wanting to overachieve is gone. Yeah. So what else is there to do but get a boat, make some money, and get drunk? Chill with your lover. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, right, right. I, I, what's funny is, is do they establish that, 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 that he's her lover? Because I feel like, I feel like the way I remember reading it was this dude loves her and just worships her. But she's just like, I want nothing to do with you. So there's but at a, the same time, you there's a you kiss. get stuff done. You get yeah, stuff done. Yeah, yeah. There's a kiss and there's a hand holding moment. So I assume that these things have happened before because she doesn't seem shocked by the kiss. And I've I'm also I I can be a hundred percent wrong. Th this and this is also might might even sound a bit problematic. But this is a very masculine masculinely drawn woman. How that is. I have looked through the many panels. She seems to have breasts and she seems to wear clothes that, you know, kind of, you know, are put together for a woman's anatomy. So I think how does a woman, uh, and that's an interesting, could, could be. that's an interesting could be, to put in all this, you know, I thought that was, that was kind of cool. I, I can't remember if, if I really noticed that. Cause I mean, wins art can be uh i mean some people would even describe it as sloppy yeah um but i like it and i Me just too. never really cared to look at i just saw it as this is she's in this relationship with this person but it's it's rather dysfunctional but i love the fact that held helda like you can just tell is totally in love with telsa no matter what yeah and i dug that i dug that because it's it's to me it, when you have a good relationship even when it's bad one or the other person is always trying to is is like like looking through the bad and goes no it this is just like a season right so i, I really like seeing that that this character comes out and even though tells is drunk and looks like she's a mess this person is like i'll do whatever you want i love you yeah yeah she and still sees it. somebody slapping her up and shows up and like what the hell is going on over yo yo you, you touch him <laughs> you touch him you such a my woman that's you know, my, and, boo, and my, my blue boo out, out there ex ex exactly exactly and it just it doesn't care that like, even at that I, I, even in that scene you could have been like well telsa killed my whole family when she was with the ugc yeah. i don't care you 100%. probably deserved it <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> that's that undying loyalty that she got i, I think it's yeah. pretty cool yeah um, we see that mother used magic to survive her assassination attempt, and she melts her two underlings into one as punishment. <laughs> so we see how sadistic uh, she is. Um, meanwhile, I, I, well, hey, that's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut no, you you're off. Good. Sure. But uh, the underlings, they, they, ref I feel like when they call her mother, yeah, they're saying it like that's mom. Yes, hundred percent. So I, 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 so I, I feel like I feel like that makes it even worse what she does to them to to sit there and take your two kids and melt them into Siamese twins is like, wow, like you are heartless. And they don't like rebel after that. 
they take no. it as like a slap on the wrist and they keep going as one being. <laughs> so it yeah. just shows they're, they're, you it's, it's, the, loyalty. Right, the loyalty factor, the loyalty factors there and the acceptance of like, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we messed mother, up. We almost killed. We, we almost killed you, mom. Sorry. Yeah. That's mother as well. Uh, her general Vix uh, brings in a telepath who tells her the hound with the backwards tongue is on Samson referring to bandit. So she sets her sights on Samson. Meanwhile, back on Samson, Andy shows Telsa the star map, figuring it might be pointing to a safe place, but their debate is interrupted by Mother's Militia, who attack them all and stab Andy just as he pleads with Telsa to get Mela off-world. As Andy's body falls into the ocean, Telsa and Helda take on the Militia and manage to escape using the ship um, as Mela mourns her father. When asked what to do next, Telsa says they will take the girl off-planet as promised. We then see Andy, still alive, come to the surface. That was a very post-credit <laughs> moment. It's was, like, it was. It was. like it ending. I, and then, I'm, <gasps> I'm not going to lie. Considering what's, what, what's already happened in this comic, I was like, Andy's dead. Yeah. Because yeah. how fitting is it? How fitting is it, for honestly, for them to say, look, we've killed Effie. Andy's dead. Now the story is about Mila. Yeah, hundred percent. So I was in those in those few pages. I was just like, "Yep, that's it." Yeah. Mila and, and her her adventure. So right. when when Andy came back, it totally threw me. Like, oh, he's still alive! Oh, I'm so happy. You know what I mean? So, and then also even what you just described. Um, in this world now, technology is is outlawed. So, so, um, like mother uses dragons as transportation devices across the universe. Those are her ships. Those <laughs> are her ships, which I was like, that is so dope. Yeah. That is so dope. Like, like, so inter it's our intergalactic travel is still occurring. Despite the fact that technology is not there, it's, it's all magic based. Right. And then Telsa, when they're like, how are we going to get off, off ship? Telsa's like, oh, I got this and turns her boat into her, this one of the few surviving ships, I guess, from the, the UGC, the UGC time. hundred percent. I was just like, this is so, this is so awesome. This was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was we're back, awesome. we're back on a on a swashbuckling adventure again. We're there, back. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. And, and now, and now you're getting dragons chasing you. Like, awesome. <laughs> Listen, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, so we see Andy come to life. He's saved by followers of Mother who wrangle him up along with others to be fed to vampires. On the ship, Telsa tries to relate to Mila by telling her that she had to watch her own father die too. They embrace over their shared trauma, but the sweet moment is interrupted by a were a were whale. That's hard to say. A were whale attack. <laughs> um, Mother uses her magic to learn about Andy, Miller, and Bandit and demands her militia make sure no one leaves the planet. She is then pissed to learn that a ship was able to escape an hour ago. <laughs> She's like, an hour? Really? I've been over here yelling about this. Ain't nobody tell me nothing. Right. Right. Uh, why? Um, um, Go ahead, brother. Mother, mother, mother at this point, for me, was starting to, to show, okay, she's not all-powerful. Right, because the way the series starts is you just you you almost feel like she's the uh, Sauron, you know, the eye in the sky. Yeah, that she she sees everything, knows what everything's happening in in that minute. But that's all fear mongering. You're yes. quickly seeing that. Oh, okay. Despite the fact that you have what seems to be this um, 
plot device of a power in that it's magic. She's able to survive. She can survive assassination attempts at point blank range. She yeah. can th- sit there and, and and meld people together. She has an army of dragons, an army of vampires, and all these crazy magical creatures. However, she's not all powerful. There are limits. So, so for me, when I started to see this, I was like, okay, there's more to mother. Yeah. Because if she's not all powerful, there's got to be something. Like, just, just like how in Descender, where you, you, in Descender, you know, the, you have the Nishians and you have uh, like these robot armies and the cyborg people and all these things. But behind it all, I mean, because in Descender, way Descender starts, you you knew, okay, those giant robots are the thing we really need to be scared of. Right. So in Ascender, I'm sitting there going, okay, mother is not what we need to be scared of. There's something bigger here. There right. has to be. There has to be. Yeah, and honestly, you, you know who I was thinking it was going to be? Who? I thought it was going to be a uh, Mizzard. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that maybe. Because the- it said a mage, right? A mage was helping out the other side. That's the whole reason why she's trying to figure out what's going on with this hound with the backwards tongue. Because somebody is using magic to help the UGC. And Mizzard yeah, was so the last I was person thinking, that we knew. Yeah. And and Mizzard, we saw in the last few pages of uh, of Descender, I was, was starting to do some crazy stuff. Yeah, he was doing. And some I'm magic. thinking, okay, now it's ten. Now it's ten years in the future. He maybe has has realized his full potential, and has just gone off the deep end. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Because think about think again. Think about what's already happened. We've killed two main characters, uh, um, and 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 we still don't even know about everybody else. So why not make this Mizzard character the real villain of the whole story? You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's, the real that's big where my, that's where that's that's where my mind was at at that point. Now I don't blame you. You're trying to pick up the breadcrumb trails because some of these are definitely breadcrumbs and they do lead somewhere, but I it, it's surprising where it does go. Yeah. Um so oh yes. Uh while dealing with the underwater threats. Uh, Telsa does her best to guard Mila, but is dragged overboard and underwater. Andy gets to his vamp camp destination and is shocked to see his love Effie as one of the vamps. Uh, Telsa, Telsa's near-death experience allows for us to see the events after the Descenders um, while it flashes before her eyes. Uh, she manages to seek refu- refuge and oxygen inside of a whale whilst remembering passing out after her dad was killed in the Descender attack. When she wakes up, she realizes that Dr. Quinn managed to save her and bring her to the once burgeoning metropolis known as Narada, which is virtually uninhabited after you're attacked with no UGC in sight. Quinn Aquion uh, uh, Qu- uh, wants to go wherever Tim 21 is, but Telsa refuses, saying she has to help the few that are still on planet. In doing shows, she meets Hauda and they become fast friends. Uh, after Mother sends her hordes of beasts across the planet to establish dominance, Telsa denounces what is left of the UGC, asking Helda to accompany her in her escape. Helda agrees and it is decided to spend their time traversing the open sea. Uh, in present day, Helda manages to save Telsa and cut her out of a whale before the two share a kiss and Telsa is brought back on the boat with Mila. That, that was like a tight little background on what happened with Telsa and Helda. And like you said, like it was that Bucky moment of like, I'm with you to the end of the line. If you want to do this, if you want to fight for the UGC, we'll do that. If you want to go and be pirates, we'll do that. Like, I just, I, I serve you. I want to be with you. I want to be around you. I, your loyal, my loyalty is with you. So wherever you want to go, I'm down. 
Let's go oh start. man, no, it was it was the the that whole backstory was again. That's why I I did love that love story and because it, I don't know. It, it's I'm not saying I'm not saying anything wrong with what you noticed, but I just never I I don't remember caring to notice. I just remember looking at them and going, "That's a nice couple." I think that's you know, the point in a lot of ways, right? I think that's probably through the art. To be honest, I thought when I first read it that Mizard was a girl, was a woman. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe it was like eyelashes fitting. or something. That's fitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked kind of like a feminine frog. Right, but I guess that's that's um, you know, Dustin kind of playing around with our expectations of things. We live right. it is a world yeah. where all kinds right. of things can happen. So to be stuck in our binary way of thinking kind of doesn't make sense in a world where all of this can happen. Right. Right. And, and so, so like for me, that, that story was very straightforward. Um, I like that it, it fleshed out what happened uh, with, with them. It made me go, yo, what's happening with Dr. Quanon uh, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yes. Cause you know, his story was, was crazy. Yes. I'm like, okay, where is he? Because if you remember, he was losing body parts like crazy. <laughs> yes, he was. And he's a liar. So like I'm <laughs> he's with... like a known liar and deceiver. <laughs> so so like just... so so then it got me started to think like, yo, maybe he's the villain behind. Maybe he finally uh, you know obtained like this perfect because you know because ro- you know the, the, the mother is aware of um that that robots are back to some degree. Yes. So I'm thinking, what better person than the person who is now becoming a robot and trying to ascend, if you will, you know, up until that, that it'll be right there in the name. There you go. So, so there I am with that. But for me, I wanted to just know about what the hell was going to happen with Andy and Effie now, because you yeah. know, think about that. You come to terms with yes, she's dead again, or of some kind, or gone again. And now you're looking at her. This, this, the last time you saw her, she was chasing you and your daughter down to kill you. Mm-hmm. And now here she is, still part, still part of that army and functioning fine. Yep. Like, okay, is he going to have to kill her? Because that's right. what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I thought he was going to have to put her out of her misery, and that was how that was going to be the, the the end of her story. I mean, it they, was heartbreaking. They kind of put that. They kind of give that up as a as an option because. Well, first we meet Casey Jones, right? So in the Samson Woods, we see a shadowy oh, mask figure. Yes, yes. Uh, decimate a group of vamps before introducing himself as Canto the Blood Scrapper. Um, Andy tries to convince Effie to fight her vamp instincts um, before Mother shows up, but she shows up and demands Andy be brought to her. She looks through his memories and after seeing Mila and Bandit decides that she can use Andy's blood to find Mila, thus finding the hound she's looking for. All of a sudden she gets weak and she realizes that someone must be attacking her coven, aka the source of her power. So she goes to check up on them and demands that they find Mila at once. Once she gets to the location of her coven, she's ambushed by UGC rebels. In a rush of rage and magic, she kills the men and turns into her ethereal form disappearing in a cloud of red mist as Helda and telsa argue about what to do with Mila, Mila overhears telsa's plan to get her off world and dump her because she isn't their problem <laughs> and she's not too happy to hear that yep yep i mean here, here we go again with mother like is 
is she this all powerful person again? This is the second time she's been ambushed, by the way. Like we just right. Read this book. So, but yet, but yet she 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 gets away with it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, wait, so that's what made me again say like, okay, she's powerful, but she has limits. Yeah. Because why would you keep getting ambushed? Why would you keep getting yourself into traps? Right. But she's able to get out of it. So where is her power coming from or who who's giving her this power? Because she just seems, it just seems sloppy. Everything she's doing just feels very sloppy. She's not, she's not precise. Right. You know what I mean? I, I feel uh, most of the most of the great villains in most stories, whether it's like, you know, Magneto or Apocalypse or even or even the chaotic nature of the Joker or um, or I'm trying to think of a more in, or, or even this, even or even like the governor in The Walking Dead. They're precise. You know, even it, it seems like they're only thinking, you know, maybe one step ahead, but they got they have they have they have they're 10 steps ahead. They, they know what they're doing. With mother, it just like you're this this at this point is is essentially a a police chase. Yeah, you know, like okay, I know where they they were, but they're not there now. Exactly, <laughs> and she's shown frustration, but now she's showing fear, especially when she feels this attack on the coven. Now, this right. first time we've seen her scared, like, oh my god, I got, I gotta go, I gotta go check up on that. You guys deal with whatever. Like, this seems like, like having Andy right where she wants him, knowing that she he can lead to Mila and then lead to the Hound. That that was paramount. That was what she wanted to get accomplished. But once this Coven thing happens, it just shows you how, like, how out of control she is with all this. Right, which makes me go, well, is the Coven the real power? Right. You know, and which is kind of which is kind of where we're going. A hundred percent. Mother travels to the Black Desert, aka the land of the dead, and is confronted by her younger self, who tells her the only way to know what to do next is to look back. Together, the two of them go through their memories, revealing mother's past as a magic magicless girl in the shadow of her powerful sister, abused by her mother and the rest of the coven. She and her sister overhear the incorporal mothers tell the older members of the coven about the seed bank where all the seeds of magic have been hidden. Mother is punished for spying while her sister is judged blameless for she is coven bound. Later, after the events of Descender, mother and her sister are led to the seed bank where they find all of the hidden magic artifacts and creatures before her sister can uh use them and awaken them mother kills her and takes them for herself finally gaining power in the present her younger self reveals to her that she should what she that's exactly what she should be looking for the source of all the magic and then all of a sudden mother's sister comes back and reveals that it was she who helped the ugc rebels destroy the mothers so she could take their energy and come back to life now near unstoppable um, the character that I will be calling Mother Supreme instead of Mother, Mother, Sister, Sister. <laughs> uh, Mother Supreme beats Mother down and revels in her dominance, ready to find the source of magic. She demands her sister call her mother from now on and Mother bows and does so. And like you were just saying, we were just seeing how the entire universe groveled under this character. And then we see this character grovel under something greater. And it just shows you how big of a threat now this Mother Supreme uh, is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was very uh, 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 Kane and Abel. Yeah. You know, they, they you they go back to her past. You know, she's jealous of that. Because, I mean, if you when you look at the characters on page, uh, Mother Supreme, as you call her, um, is gorgeous. 
She's yeah. this fiery, red-haired, tall woman. I mean, she's just beautiful. And 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 not only she's beautiful, but she's obviously commanding of of her, of her beauty and her power. Yep. And mother is this really decrepit, ugly thing that isn't even even though she's in the family, she's not considered part of the family. Right. Which which Vin Diesel would be very upset about. <laughs> so 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 it's only fitting like just like in Cain and Abel that she would figure out a way to kill her and take all that power right. however as it, you can't you can't take all that power and it not come back to bite you in the ass right because that's what happens here the whole thing is now like look if you think about it this is a yet another trap she falls into right she comes into this trap and what is it it's mother supreme saying i got gotcha, you bitch not you thought you and speaking of bitch, speaking of that word, um, this every time that mother would consult the coven, one of the women was calling her a bitch, and I didn't understand what was going on. There was always one of these witches in the coven cursing her out, and I'm like, "What's going on?" It, it was because it was her sister. She was part of this the the slain mothers of the past. And thus, mm -hmm. she becomes one of the members of this ethereal coven that she goes to for advice. So it's so funny to like stab somebody in the back and then call them for advice. <laughs> you know, like hey, I'm doing right, some right. Stuff. Which is which is which is again, it's it's it shows. This is this is what I was saying when I when I was watching this character grow. I'm like, this character's not as all with it as it's as it seems. Right. She has all this power, but you can tell she's sloppy. So when she does this and that starts to happen, I'm like, oh, this is going to end bad for this one. Right. This right. is going to this is going to end real, real bad because something here is going to happen. And there it is. Mother Supreme takes over. And, and it's kind of like it's kind of like Obi-Wan. You know, it is like oh, you struck her down and now she's back even more powerful. Right. And it, this is roughly because, the halfway point of the series. So it's a real turn in the narrative. It, right. But but that's also the great part of the series is at this point, if you read the series month to month, you have no idea that this series is ending in, in like another 10 issues. Right. At least I didn't. I didn't. And I mean, really, comic books aren't solicited that far. Right. And from what I remember, because I, 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 I'm so anti-spoiler that I, I, so I, I don't read interviews. I don't read spoilers. I try not to like know that, oh, this series is only going to be 40 issues. I try not to know stuff like that. Right. So for me, I'm sitting here going, I'm thinking we're going to get at least another descender length story right i don't realize i don't realize we only got like another 10 issues it's just getting good in many ways you know it's yeah. just getting to yeah. that yeah i can see that i can so see that. i'm like i'm thinking i'm thinking we're about to deal with you know the emperor palpatine of the series for like another 20 30 issues not quite you know what i mean right so I, I like I like the direction they they chose to take it, and you would think that all of this would be too fast to finish up towards the end, but I think they do a perfect job of it. It's, it's they, interesting. They do, they do, they do. Um, Mila gives herself a stylish haircut as Helda grows concerned that she's acting out in trauma. The crew of females continue their course to get on a starship. Uh, General Vix uses the Blood Mage to try to find Mila using Andy, but Andy convinces Effie to fight her programming, and she successfully does, and attacks the Blood Mage. Satiating her thirst, she ends up breaking from Mother's spell for a moment and pleads with Andy to kill her. And after originally objecting, Andy does as she wishes. So this is the second time we have to see <laughs> Effie die. 
in the series and i'm just like oh my gosh um there's a lot of page turning and there is something through somebody's body in this book <laughs> there's a lot of like yep stab a lot of it in the back a lot of stab it. through the heart a lot of that going well, that, on. It, it, that's, that's what i'm saying it reminds me of like game of thrones where it's yeah. like i like this character but i better not say that because it's probably gonna die then well placed dagger um, that's it that's it that's it so um you know here we are like what i thought would happen oh my god she's she's in pain she just wants to end her existence i mean think about that think about that like oh my god where's my daughter i'm a robot i'm a vampire i'm bloodthirsty mm -hmm. uh the universe is in shambles i've already dealt with one universe two or two or three universal uh endings right just kill me i'm done with this shit and 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 in in a, in a true a truly loving way it, it, he does it yeah he, he kills her he's just like he's just like yeah you're 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 totally stuck underneath the spell because even in andy's mind in andy's mind he's like my daughter could be dead yeah you know I mean? there's no guarantee that they got off planet that they, they were chased by dragons yep you know what i mean so what am i supposed to do let my let my wife eventually succumb to her thirst and kill me right so that both so that or or turn me into a vampire so that the both of us can be be the tools of of this crazy freaking mother woman exactly so he's just like screw that i'll kill her and hopefully do something positive you know what i mean right so it's it's gut-wrenching it's 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 just more gut-wrenching to the point where you, at this point in the story i'm convinced there's gonna be a very sad ending that's right. what I was. I was. I was like. I was like. We're gonna ascend to heaven, and, and that's it. That everybody <laughs> dies. Everyone's Every, in limbo. Everybody dies. Everybody. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be lost. You know, everybody's right. not dead, but they're all dead. <laughs> it's so it, I was like, oh man. I was like, Jeff, what happened, bro? What happened, Jeff? <laughs> so, um, no, you're right. And the thing is, like, Andy just got her back. Like, she's she's you know still a vampire she's still in the middle here but he thought he lost her forever so to see her again and then get a semblance of the woman that he loved and then have that same woman be like hey you have to really let me go now and kill me yourself couldn't have been easy for the guy so i you know my heart breaks for him at least in this moment um but telsa helda and Mila find a ship but they're almost killed by ghosts and are suddenly saved by Mizzard, the wizard and he reveals that he ain't alone and we get a shot of our old boy driller the killer driller, a real killer driller, they're out, out here oh, rapping <laughs> he's out here rapping <laughs> at one point they they bring it up they're like you, you you're rhyming you're like a poet he's like i hate poets <laughs> <laughs> you get yeah he he oh, man. he's not a fan uh that that issue ends with andy making a bloody escape out of you know he's just full of rage um he manages to get past a couple of guards killing some in the process and he takes effie's body in tow and escapes yeah i mean it, i mean i'm happy to see Mizzard. um i'm proven wrong Mizzard is still a good guy and he's still chilling with my man driller yeah and two characters <laughs> i thought were one i thought was a villain and i thought driller had been taken away by the descenders yeah, the uh, so, the robot rapture, if you will, right? Exactly the rope, the robot rapture. Exactly. So to see him, I'm like, okay. So now I'm starting to think, are 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 the robots coming back? I mean, here we have Bandit, 
we yeah. have we have a, a driller and mm. i'm not gonna say anything else okay but <laughs> but, you know, but you know dots are connecting that dots then, are connecting yeah right to the point where now like wait are the robots actually because if you if you remember if you go back to that flashback that that telsa had about her story where Quanon's like i'm gonna find where these freaking guys went Mm -hmm. so okay so maybe this is that's actually going to come to fruition here you know who knows you know because we still haven't seen him again because i'm like where is he at you know what i mean right um but but and now andy is towing around his dead wife like dude yeah. let it go yeah let it <laughs> let it go my man like argh, it, it it's killer it's killer and you, you but it's still not looking good no. Look, Andy's Andy's a, a bloody mess. Even Mizard is show, shows up like, look, man, I'm just here to save the day, and then we're going to hide. Because even he recognizes, like, yeah, I'm not dealing with mother. Exactly. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that nonsense. Right. So it's like, what's gonna happen? Like Jeff, what is gonna happen? <laughs> and he had the whole plan laid out because we find out. That when the Descenders attacked, that Mizzard used all his magic to transport himself and Driller to planet Walk, making Driller one of the few robots that didn't get transported, one of the only robots that didn't get transported to where the Descenders were. Um, together, they fought off vamps as magic in the galaxy took hold instead of technology. After getting a vision of a spacecraft, Mizzard and Driller sailed the seas and went there with the wizard believing they were destined to. Not only that, but they were destined to meet Mila, who Mizzard says has big magic in her. Bandit and uh, Driller reunite as well. Yappy bot, as he calls him. <laughs> yep. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Mother Supreme tells Mother she'll be keeping her around so as to command her armies. Mother tries to fight back, but she is basically powerless, and to humiliate her, Mother Supreme turns Mother into her younger self. Um, talk about embarrassing, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> just real, just like yeah. dragging my face through the mud kind of stuff. Which, yeah. you, which, like, you, like, come on, anyone who's seen anything like this is like, your days are numbered. You keep doing this. Like, you're just, you know, this doesn't inspire loyalty. Is what I'll say, <laughs> you know. No. no, right, right. It's 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 kind of it's kind of that that villainous egotistical downfall. Because for me, to me, it, it, it's 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 in a lot of ways, it's it's more of that cliched classic storytelling of okay, look, you know this chick is capable of betrayal. Yeah. Why are you keeping her around? Right. Just so you can humiliate her, you're setting yourself up to get it like you said a dagger in the back yeah even though you turn her into her younger self and you're humiliating her and you're explaining it as look i'm back and i'm badder than ever i have all the power of the mothers i can do basically whatever i want you know this isn't going to end well for mother supreme right especially if she keeps a mother around yeah. who cares that she made her into her ugly younger self doesn't matter nope. this is this is not looking good for you right yeah and, and she tells her at several points she's like you you're being a bit arrogant you better be careful about that so we we will see uh but militia forces ambush telsa and the others but driller who's a killer does his best to defend and murder vamps when he can't right. when he can't shake one miller kills it and they become friends they all board the ship to take off uh to the location on the star map meanwhile the ganesian king is given word of an illegal spacecraft so he rounds up his fleet to intercept them 
Uh, Andy reminisces about his life with Effie uh, while he buries her, but she rises from the ground, explaining that she always had her mech parts on standby in case her heart ever gave up. But once her cybernetic parts brought her back, it purged the vamp out of her. She has all of her memories from after she was bitten and the two share a kiss. I'm like, there's got to be like blood yep. and dirt and <laughs> like this. She's yeah, yeah, going through yeah. a lot right now, my man Andy. Yeah. I don't know if a kiss yeah. right now is everything it, that you was, want. It was one of the few. It was one of the few resurrections that I've ever seen that I was like happy about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, me too. There is some joy in this world. Like, even though it was so. Um, I mean, I, I again, this is this is a fantastical story. Yeah. So to sit there and go, well, that makes no sense. Screw it. It makes sense. hundred <laughs> percent. Right. With everything else 100%. going on, we'll just let that like, let that slide. Le- we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you for giving me a glimmer of hope in this story. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You know, because even when I, m- I remember watching Driller get attacked by all those freaking vamps, and I'm like, I better not watch Driller die. Yeah, they were making it seem like they were going to abandon him. You know, it was making it seem yeah. like they were going to leave yeah. him. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sitting there going, no, man, Driller, Driller deserves to live. He already went through his penance. Yep. You know, if you remember when Andy freaking jettisons into space <laughs> when he finds out that he's responsible for killing his whole family. That's how he finds Mizzard. That's how he finds Mizzard because right. he falls onto the planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so I'm thinking like now, now after that whole penance story arc, he gets torn apart. <laughs> Like vampires, like seriously, we just got like him back. Jeff, like, like Jeff, do you want to just destroy your universe? Is that what you? Is that what? You, is that what the point of the story is? Right. You know, like just, just kill all my characters, kill them all, <laughs> kill them all. And it's the ending, you so know, you never know uh, who's gonna go. You know, and again, this doesn't have to go on for a hundred issues. So, any if no, no, a heavy weight, then he can cut them all. Right, right. Because even even though even though I'm not I, even for me, I'm not realizing that the end is is coming very soon. I'm thinking I still got at least forty issues, right. um, or forty issues because I'm like, there's no way. If I think the longest, except for Spawn, I think the longest running image book was um, Walking Dead, and I think Walking Dead and went like 140 issues. Okay, so so you know. Or I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Invincible, Invincible went oh, about yeah, what, yeah. What, 150, 150, 160 issues or so. Yeah. But still, for 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 modern day popular comic books, mm-hmm. um, where we're used to seeing, especially in the big two, we're used to seeing you know issue 300, 400, 500, 800. Image Image doesn't do that. They don't do that. So so you know, even though this story the story is going to end relatively soon, but just not this soon. Right, right. You know, we, no, I, so, I, yeah, so like, I, you, you, you're like, where's the, where's the corner turning? Like, who else are they gonna kill? What else is gonna happen? You know, is is something else even bigger gonna still be, still yet to be introduced? That's gonna just turn everything on its head again. You know? Yeah, and so every for for every action packed set piece, we've we've taken our eye off of the mystery of this. And we're almost distracted by everything that's going on here, forgetting that we're still trying to figure certain things out. You know, yeah, yeah. there's still there's still a puppet master at play. Yeah, because you're still not quite sure who's behind um, the, the the robot head. You know, even though I think the Mother Supreme tries to take some credit for that. Yeah, you there's still throughout the story arc. There, there's still those hints of there's something else still out there. Yes, totally. Um, so yeah, she got all vamped out. Uh, they have to move. 
because they're being hunted by General Vix. So Andy tells Effie that Miller is with Telsa uh, and they'll have to get to them soon. Uh, when jumped by vamps, they do their best to take some down, but are heavily assisted by Kanto, who shows up and introduces himself. Um, mother deduces that if the UGC has magic, a mother supreme, sorry, deduces that if the UGC has magic, uh, a magic using mage, then they must be using magic straight from the source of all magic. If they find the mage, they'll find the source of unlimited power. She casts a spell to see the identity of the mage, and he is revealed to be bum, 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 uh, Tim 21. I was like, what? That's my the boy. Robot, <laughs> the robot mage. Like, yep. how? The how is son. this possible? Because <laughs> again, for either, like, I, I, like for me, I'm thinking Tim is just gone. He's just gone. Like that was his story arc. Yeah. I was thinking that maybe again, it's going to be Mizzard somehow, somehow, <laughs> way, some way, Mizzard. The whole reason that Mizzard is off hiding when everything went down was he knew, okay, if, if now technology has gone, my batshit crazy family or magic people who I know of, they're going to be searching for me because I'm like the source of all good magic or something. You know what I mean? Right. But here we get, we get Tim who is basically a, a super Saiyan robot now. Yeah. And it's like, how, how and why, and what the hell is going <laughs> to happen now? Yeah. One could argue that uh, Mila is kind of set up as like a red herring uh, in a lot of ways. You, they have you believe that, that because she's imbued with magic and given everything that's happening, you, you, your eye is on her. You're waiting for her uh -huh. to do something big when it comes to magic. And I think that's on purpose so that they can misdirect in the other direction. Yep. Yep. Um, Speaking of which, Mila is having a lot of fun on the ship playing hide-and-go-seek with Driller and Bandit, even though Bandit hates hide-and-go-seek because he can't hide anywhere. Um, and she's been practicing magic with Mizzard. Back on Samson with Kanto and Effie and Andy, Kanto brings him back to his secret HQ and tells him he tells them he was once a farmer who is now on a mission from God after losing his, his whole family to vampires. Um, mother uses uses a beast to cast a message across the galaxy demanding everyone unite and try to find the UGC rebels. This prompts the Nishians to go to Dorishu 6 after discovering a large cache of still active tech in the area. Telsa and the others go to uh, get to Phages, a planet rumored to be full of ghosts who confront and try to attack them. After landing, it is revealed that this is where the in-between has been hiding, now being led by the fully robotic Dr. Quan. So I was like, oh, okay. He's, now, he's just like a weird Spider-Man. There, there, there it is. And like his, his head is it's not even a head. He's a, he's a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a hologram. And, and oh, oh, I'm sorry. You, you brought it up. Just a second time you brought it up. The Nishans. The Nishans somehow survived that last attack at the end of the sender. I thought they were completely wiped out. Right. Because they I were acting very arrogant. And so they, they seemed like they got set up in that situation. By yeah. the hard drive, right? And, They're fighting the hard drive as well. Yes, yes. And I'm trying to remember, is the leader of the Nishans the same person that was just this arrogant prick in the last one? I feel like he introduced himself as Schlock, and I think that might be the same it might be the same guy with the yeah, weird Donald it, Trump headpiece that they yes, <laughs> yes. to each other. But but seeing but seeing but seeing those bastards still alive, I was like, geez, these awful people. Yeah. You know, so so here we have a, a yet another possibly the possible like 
are they the ones behind this? What do they know? What do they have? And here, here we see them discovering something. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now they're set to, to get their level of prominence. But in the meantime, we have uh, the villagers. What's the name of that group? The, the in between. The, the in between. Not yeah. no. Those, the in between. Are they the ghosts? No, no. The ghosts. They said were just um, uh, just gas ghosts, beings, basically. gas beings that are on there the planet. Go. But the in between has been hiding on phages this entire time right, with Doctor right. uh, so, Quan. So right, right. So you're like sitting there going, "What do these people know?" Right. Like you know what I mean. Especially considering they got, you know, Dr. Q over here, like, what do you know, man? Yeah. And finally, you, you for yourself, I guess, you finally fully completed your your penance arc because you now have become fully robot. Right. Are you now the leader of whatever robot revolution is happening? You know what I mean? Exactly. What do you guys got cooking over here on this side? What are you are planning you for? Are you, right. Are you affiliated with Super Saiyan Tim? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, and he won't stop asking about Tim, but Telsa wants nothing to do with it. She's like, I just came here for you because so you could fix Bandit and we could fi figure out what's going on with this star map. Um, at Kanto's, at Kanto's secret headquarters, Effie figures out that Kanto got to be lying about something because she's like, how did you guys, or Andy's like, how did you guys remain, you know, like not found by Mother? And he's like, oh, God. And Gaffy's <laughs> like, no, that thing over there is using cloaking tech. So I don't know what they've been telling this guy, but no, they're doing, there's there's something up going on here. And the father's like, uh, Kanto, I uh, probably tell you something, maybe. But yeah. they are eventually spotted by Mother's Militia. Uh, Dr. Q and Telsa argue about Tim's whereabouts and what they should do next. But Telsa keeps her guard up, still not trusting Q. That's very like her. That's their entire relationship up until this point. Uh, the doctor fixes bandit and it is revealed that what he was showing is not a map, but a magical portal. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Back on Samson, Kantos's dad reveals that he has an, a hidden armory in their church. They combat general Vix's forces and Effie kills Vix herself, which was, that felt good. It felt, felt very good. It felt good to see that. On phages, our heroes walk through the magic portal and cross the threshold and end up on Dirishu 6. They find Tim 21 and the remaining UGC rebels on the other side who recognize everyone. And Tim says they're just in time to save the world. Um, Whoa. Like big so stuff. Much, big so stuff. much is happening. And again, like at this, I, at this point, because of solicitations, I'm aware that the Ascender series is going to finish. Yeah. And I'm damn near in tears because I'm like, what the hell's gonna happen? Right. What's gonna happen to Tim? What's gonna happen to Bandit? What's gonna happen to Andy and Effie? And who who what is what is how is this story gonna end? Because I don't want it to have the cliche happy ending, but I also don't want them to just crash and burn. Yeah. So what are we gonna get? What are we going to get? They do the opposite of tapering off. Like this is getting towards the end, but they're not tapering off. If anything, they're ramping no. things up. So you're going, uh, what's going on here? Um, so uh, it's a Tim, it's Tim twenty one flashback time, and it's a doozy. Uh, as we see that he was taken against his will by the harvesters after the descender attack, destined to live his infinite days in the machine moon. 
Um, unable to do anything else, Tim decides to plug himself into the great machine, the living computer that holds all of data in the universe. It is there he receive, he realizes that along with the machine moon and machine kind, there is a magic moon. He asks the descenders for more info, but they say it's forbidden. So he hijacks a harvester and ventures there to the source of all magic, the twin heart of the universe. Suddenly, the descenders appear and both the descenders and the magic users explained to Tim that since the beginning, there has always been two man and machine. They tell him just as all data is his, all magic is his and imbue him with the magic he has been using this entire time to aid the UGC. Um, Tim introduces himself to Mila and reunites with Driller and Dr. Q. He claims he chose Dorishu 6 as a safe hole for everyone because it's where he grew up. The remaining UGC soldiers regard Telsa as their captain, but she denounces them and her title and tries to leave before Helda convinces her that as soldiers, the only place they should be is where the fight is. Which I liked all that. I like Telsa also being like, I'm not your captain. Like, I haven't been doing any of this in 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm over all this. And then, like, eh, that's it. Yes, once UGC, huh? Once UGC, that's it. And, then, UGC. And, 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 and as always, Helda is just like, and I'm with you to the end. Yeah. We got this. Oh, you captain, know, my um, captain. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, and it just all oh, hell is breaking loose. You're finding out why Tim is a super saiyan. Yeah. Um, all these factions are coming together. Um, at this point, do, do we see what the in-between is? I can't remember exactly when we find out what they are. Um, you're talking about the, oh, you're talking about from the, like, Cantos people? Yeah. We're about to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. on, on Samson, uh, oh, wait, 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 uh, uh, Tim says mother has to be stopped. She's corrupted magic and has twisted it along with the rest of the galaxy. He explains the importance of a balance. Suddenly a Nishian ship shows up and with their king, oh, it shows up with their king. Mother Supreme, now aware of what's going on on the Rishu six, sends her army there. On Samson, Kanto is injured when a giant tries to attack Andy and Effie, and he jumps in the way. It is then revealed that Kanto and everyone else besides his dad are robots. Boom, boom, boom. Another another big reveal. Because Kanto's over here talking yep. about his mission from God, and he's a robot. Exactly. With, with fake right. memories of a You're dying right. family. <laughs> so it's all kind exactly. of jacked up. Exactly. So he's 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 essentially it, it, this is very AI. This is very uh uh, you know, uh, trying to. Uh, no, I mean, this is the. Up. This is this is the plot of 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 uh, Bloodshot. Like this is the where where, where they just put Oof. a memory in your head to to so that you can Oof. be their attack dog. Do not. Do, I'm 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 upset with you. I don't know. For if dropping, I'm, I'm, I don't know, dropping some Bloodshot. For, for not only dropping a Bloodshot uh, reference, but the fact that I understood it. Hey, and you say I mean you the one who dropped Vin Diesel early. I'm trying to collect the dots, bro. That's what it is. You know what, what I mean? You know, while I'm sitting there comically doing it by making a a, a family reference. No one seen Bloodshot. You, Just listen and, to our review. That's it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Bloodshot. Ugh. Not Oof. good. Anyway, let's get back on track here. Not Center good. Not guys. good. Uh, 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 yeah. So we um this robot. These robot yes. people. These robot people, that th these people that the, uh, 
you're, you're sitting there and they, you felt like they were like the guerrilla war fighters and they have this intricate, intricate backstory and maybe they're going to be the civilization that rises up yep. to take back the universe. And it turns out they're robots. Yep, they're, all of them. they're puppets. They're and they're, and they, they they think they're real and they're not. So it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It was all built after the harvester attack as well. So like no one right, would think right. that they would actually be robots because they were all taken. Right. And they were, and they were all dressed like like villagers. Yeah. So and the way they were programmed, think about that. That's very it's it's almost it's almost like the opposite of the matrix in a way. You right. know, they they because they're 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 thinking they're already untethered from this this uh technological society when in fact they are very much the the rebirth of that society. Yeah. Yep. And and a society that was eradicated in in in, mm-hmm. in uh Kanto's case. Right. So Vix's ship gets a message, but he's dead. So <laughs> so everyone just listens to it. All the good guys do. And his message is directing everyone to the Rishu 6. So Effie and Andy commandeer the ship. They decide to bring Kanto and his dad and all the other robots with them. Yeah, screw it. Um, meanwhile, the Nishians and the UGC rebels are at a standstill on uh, the Rishu 6. Tim directs the rest of them to hide in the mines while he takes on Mother, who just arrived. Everyone goes but Driller, because Driller is a ride or die. Uh, <laughs> the two confront Mother Supreme, who makes fast work of Driller before taunting and using magic to try and dissemble Tim. The Nishian king sees people escaping into the mines and decides he's going to go hunt them. On the Vic ship, Kanto wrestles with his new reality, begging to have his memory wiped. Andy cycles up the shift drive to fast travel to Derishu. While in the caves, Mizzard uses magic to cloak them, but they end up getting seen anyway. Tim and Mother Supreme have a magic battle, while the Nishian King murders Mizzard in the caves. This causes Mela to grab Mizzard's staff, and using magic, she obliterates the entire opposition. Again, making me think that she was going to be the key to all this. You know, right. I, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so she's the Luke Skywalker in this. She's going to bring balance. I got it. Um, nope. Nope. Mother Supreme taunts a disabled Tim 21 who says he didn't come alone. Effie and Andy show up in the atmosphere. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what are they supposed to do? But Tim wasn't talking about them at all. He's mentioning that in his back pocket, he has a harvester who, who just showed like this huge galactic X being just shows up out of nowhere and fires like a beam. Like you were just talking about point blank, basically levels earth <laughs> right? Uh, uh, with this powerful beam on mother. Um, and that is the penultimate issue. So uh, our final issue starts with a stranger recalling the events of the last issue we covered, saying that it was the day Tim 21 died. The harvester attack, as we saw, weakened Mother Supreme, and Driller uses his body to cover up Tim 21's almost lifeless one. That was I was like, man, Driller, you're still the greatest. <laughs> you're so you're still super cool. Like he's using his mm. body to cover uh, Tim's, and that was just. Really, really cool work there. Um, As Mother Supreme begs for more strength, she is betrayed again by Mother, who kills her, taking all her power. So they're just playing hot potato at this point. Uh, Sensing that Tim had been to the source of all magic, Mother attempts to take it from him, but is stopped by Mila. The two sides fight, 
But seeing her daughter in trouble, Effie jumps in the middle and being a being of both worlds becomes a conduit of the magic. The balance Tim spoke of. Effie uses a burst of magic to rid the galaxy of mother and then surrenders the immense power to the galaxy itself. Effie and Diamilla reunite, but all is not well as Tim's body is destroyed. They figured they could save him if they upload him to a computer, but they don't have one. Or do they? Kanto arrives and sacrifices his body and allows Tim 21 to transfer into it. As the new adult Tim comes to, he embraces Andy Tavers, his brother, with whom this entire adventure started with, remarking that they are finally the same age again before they embrace. I was like, you don't make me tear up over here. <laughs> you gonna make yeah, me. Yeah, for real. For real. I was like, you, for real. you really gonna make me like I'm like, I remember all of this. It all started with you two. All of it started with you two. That's it. That's it. The whole the whole point of the story was Andy, I mean uh Tim wanting to just find Andy. He yeah. wakes up in the midst of an apocalypse essentially, and all he's is like, yo, where's my boy Andy? Yeah. Yep. You know, so so them getting back here, here, together, here. just touching, touching stuff, You're touching, and 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 um, because look, it, it, everything else is happening. The 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 cataclysmic things that are occurring are are parts of the story. Yeah, but what what makes you tear up is is the the reuniting of, of two brothers. They're really essentially brothers. Yeah, because you know, um, Andy never really saw Tim as his toy. He saw him as his sibling, right? So, so that to to see him, you know, save you, you know, Super Saiyan uh, Tim basically helped save the universe. See him die, right? You, it's like seeing your 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 brother die. Like, oh my god, I, I finally find my brother after he's been missing all these years yet again. Twice, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. He saves the day, and what am I going to get to do? I'm going to get to bury him, right? And but then they're like, "Nah, man, it's it's computers, bro." You know what I'm saying? Just back <laughs> up his hard drive is right here. We throw it in this body, and, and the first thing he says is, "Oh, now I'm grown up with you." Yeah, and that's oh. awesome. Yeah, and that's awesome. It's touching, that's and a, like know, even Kanto giving up his body, you know, after realizing all the lies he's been told. Like that was a big moment there too. It was, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, look, man, my life has been a lie, but that guy's life has meant something. So screw it. Right? What you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just this ten year old robot with a bunch of fake memories. <laughs> right, it's an easy choice a... right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, everyone they're trying to set everyone up, and like it seemingly could be another adventure. I don't, I don't, you know, it's up to it's up to both uh, members of the creative team, but. Telsa ends up taking control of the UGC Rebels. Uh, Tim, Mila, Bandit, Effie, and Andy make Derishu 6 their home. And uh, the comic ends with the stranger in the beginning, who we now know as Tim, but not only Tim, Tim Tavers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He, he, ain't, right. he, ain't, he ain't with the numbers no more. He got a last nope. name. He's a real mm -hmm. boy. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Tim Tavers standing on a once barren the Rishu 6, now lush with plant life, signifying the beginning of a new cycle of life as we know it. And that that's Ascender. I I I loved it. I thought it was it was horrifying and beautiful. And uh, you know, I it kept me page turning. The pacing of those final issues I thought was incredibly well done. 
um it's it i i'm always a sucker for the fact that they ended both stories uh, in the future with somebody telling the tale of how that ended of how the descenders came down and stuff like that um yeah there's just so much poetic nature the snake eating its own tail kind of stuff with this story here and you had to know it was a point of pride from the creators like this felt like a labor of love as opposed to like you said just churning them out to meet um deadlines and stuff uh yeah i mean uh just just like i said uh and this this is this was 50 issues this story descender ascender or just descender however way you want to talk about it and in those 50 issues I felt like I was a part of, like you said, you're dropped into the middle of the story mm -hmm. and you totally feel like you're in this world and you're introduced to a, a dozens of characters who you I either immediately go, man, I, I really care about you or man, I hope you die a horrible death. <laughs> right. And sometimes you get what you want and sometimes you don't um you know we had to see people die that we didn't want to see die we had to see people live that were just like can you die already yeah and you and, turn around on some people too as you mentioned from before yeah. oh yeah like dr kwan on i mean his yeah. his, his whole story arc uh, his penance is amazing you know um even andy i mean if you remember andy oh ooh, yeah he, he was a bounty hunter he was a scrapper he was a yeah. bounty hunter you know what i mean running around taking out robots so you're like wait a minute tim i don't want you to find this son of a bitch All right but here you are at the end of the story arc going yay they get to be brothers again right you know what i mean so so it, it's it's this amazing ride that you know um i would love to see not necessarily get made into a movie or even a show but just get the um the bigger audience that it deserves yes i agree um, so if unfortunately nowadays if if what it takes is for it to get made into some kind of live action whatever to get that prominence yeah. fine but to me the story is perfect um i i can't think of to me the only the only complaint i would have is make it 25 more issues <laughs> yeah man i i love this art style like you, like you said sometimes it's minimalist and like it just gets across what it has to but it, it does have an, another uh, um otherworldly feel like the characters don't have thick outlines to them um watching some of how the machinery and stuff is, is drawn up or even the vampires the, the horrifying nature of how they're depicted and all this the art itself makes you feel a type of way on top of the incredible writing that is done the incredible world and character building that is done to make you invested in people you didn't know from a hole in the wall until you got into this story and mm -hmm. they play with all your emotions they ask you what you would do in those situations you surprise yourself with some of the answers or what who you would want to see die like as you mentioned before mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you have a bloodlust as well and you want people taken out and stuff and it's a very interesting um it's a very interesting exercise in independence because i would argue that something like this couldn't be have been made under the big two so it it, it takes the ability to have the space to do something like this for things like this to be born and mm -hmm. you know i definitely thank the creative team but i also want to thank you for putting this on the schedule because it was a hell of a read uh no and, and thank you again for just putting it there um this story is critically claimed the like you said the artwork is gorgeous um there there are panels where like i said it's very minimal and but for me 
uh, when you know Dustin is is able to be minimalist when it needs to be, and then there are times where he is just un- unbelievably detailed. So it just goes to show that the range and the talent that this guy has, and the willingness to work so well with the writer. When the I guarantee you, Jeff goes to him and says, "Look, man, in this panel, let's keep it simple. But in this panel, you'll show show him what you got." Yeah, because that that helps that helps those those story par- story art parts you know hit harder. You know what I mean? You kind of don't see it coming, or or you're not anticipating it, and then it happens, and you're like, "Whoa!" So yeah, this this story was amazing. Um, I would love to see this world eventually revisited. Let's see what the UGC is doing. Let's see what you know um, is happening with the Tavers brothers. And who knows? Maybe maybe Miller is grown up, or maybe Miller has a sibling. You know right. what I mean? Who knows? Does all the so, uh, do all the mothers figures go back to the black desert? You know, like all that kind right, of right, right. There, 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 there's still more that can be told from this from this world, but it doesn't need to happen immediately. We don't we don't need to just churn out the issues. Let it let it let it lay for a little bit. Um, I, I believe if 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 Jeff gets a gets a, a, a wanting to revisit this world, or who knows, maybe if enough fans go, hey man, give a, give us give us a ten part miniseries, man, just <laughs> the next the next part of the story. Because I mean, he's got many worlds that he's actually starting to revisit or has revisited lately. Um, his Black Hammer universe has been immensely fleshed out. Um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Royal City that he did. I've heard of it. I've never read it. Uh, it's it's fantastic. It's a story about grief, and he's doing a sequel to that. Um, okay. Oh, uh, Sweet Tooth. He did Sweet Tooth. Yes, he did. Uh, he recently re- the re- the return of Sweet Tooth. He did he did that story arc because of I I don't know if it was him on his own wanting wanting to revisit that world or of the fact that you know Netflix made his show so he said okay I'll, I'll put out a little bit more content to, to to lure people in but hey it was good it's good so i'm hoping you know sometime in the future you know oh, oh i'm looking through the solicitations uh i don't know i don't know what, what would you call the next resender <laughs> my man my man i don't even know if that's my word. man i couldn't even i couldn't even think of that thank you resender let's go resender, let's, let's go I, I and i and i would sit there and go add this to my pull list that right you know what i mean so yeah uh, uh thank you again uh for, to our listeners please guys don't just take our words for it uh, don't just don't just yeah, share it. Don't just share this. Talk about it's your stunning. Reading. We went Read through this it. in a clip, but lay with it. Love it. Romance it. Get through it. Turn those pages. Look at those panels. Um, it's, it's it's fifty issues, guys. It's not much. It's not much. As far as the sender uh, goes, it's uh, Jeff Lemire and uh, Dustin Wynn who are credited as storytellers. Steve Wands is credited as a lettering and design. Dustin Wynn with the cover, and Will Dennis is credited as the editor. But you can find this uh, where comic books are found, sold. And you can find this episode of the Major Issues Podcast wherever the Major Issues Podcast exists. That's on Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcast App, TuneFind, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Pandora, I think we're on now. And Facebook has Facebook Podcasts, so we're doing that on there. So we're wherever podcasts are found. But if you want to find 
if you want the one-stop shop it's comicbookclick.com that's where our merchandise exists that's where articles written by us exist and every single episode of the major issues podcast that's over 400 hours of content that lives at comicbookclick.com the other half of this a very own series uh, exists there as well. So go back, check out some of your favorite episodes. Uh, try to pick up some of the books we, as we talk about tackling them, and you can join in on the conversation on that, which is what I definitely want. Um, if you ever consider supporting us, there's many ways. Uh, first and foremost, you can go to head and go to comicbookclick.com, and you can hit that shop CBC link. It'll take you to our T public store with merchandise designed exclusively by me. And you can go ahead and pick up some of that. And we get a bit of a kickback on everything that is sold. If you want to help us directly financially, you can consider being a Patreon at patreon.com slash CBC clubhouse, where for as little as 10 cents a day, uh, 30, I mean, sorry, 10 cents a day, $3 a month. You could help support us keep the lights on here we're trying to do some stuff with some video editing which means paying for some video editors and you know all the support that we've gotten so far has been helping us produce some cool content we have over 100 subscribers on youtube as we speak now so we're looking for our next venture in the video in video series produced by comic book click so be on the lookout for that as well if you want to support us non-monetarily consider rating and reviewing us on itunes it's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters and find out what you like and what you don't because i've been to the future where the magic and the robots and all that stuff happens i can't tell you how we become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media because i'll mess up the timeline the harvesters will come after me it's a whole thing but consider (laughs) just consider that that's what we do so you want to get on the bandwagon before it ends up full uh so make sure that you're hitting us up at facebook.com slash comic book click instagram at comic book click and you're using that hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media we went from an incredibly serious heart-wrenching and um just overall awe-inspiring story in uh ascender to uh uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe next week, which is just gonna be a bunch of blood. Oh boy! It, it's the oh boy. it's the ten year anniversary, fifteen year anniversary. Oh my god! Yeah. It's been that long already. That's since what that it, damn book. Yeah, that's why we're that's why we're covering it. It's an anniversary Oof. of sorts. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. So we'll be doing that after that. We'll be tackling a Spider-Man and no way home, which, you know, is going to be on the tip of everybody's tongues in a couple of weeks. And we are going to be rounding out the year with an immortal Hulk conversation. So that is going to be fun. And then actually very soon we'll have to go back to the drawing board on the spring schedule for this. So it'll be exciting to see what comes up when it comes to that, but you'll have to tune in next week to find out more stuff about which direction we'll be going with with the podcast try to pick up uh deadpool kills the marvel universe odds are if you're listening to this you've read that at least once whether you liked it or you didn't (laughs) and we'll come around and we'll be there to review that but uh that's all for me do you have anything else be roke no i'm just gonna say this uh please give this stuff a try uh guys um venture venture out past the big two that's all I'm going to say. Uh, if you want to just start, just do a search for and go on like Comixology or go to your local comic shop, ask for the Jeff Lemire section or Jeff Lemire books, and you won't be disappointed. He writes amazing stories. And hopefully from there, you you expand out more into the indies because, I mean, the independent stuff is is absolutely amazing. So give it a, give it a chance, y'all. Give it a yeah. chance. 
Give it a chance, people. You heard it from the man. But my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. And I am Alex Garcia, a.k.a. B. Roke. And this has been our Ascender recap and review. And remember, whether or not you're Mizzard, the Wizard, the Queen in Between, Driller, the Killer, or any... I was just remembering how all of those were rhymes. <laughs> remember... Like B-Roke said, venture out into the unknown. Look up into the stars and search out for the expanse. Always maintain your balance. And remember that you, yes, you are worthy.